Hello, everyone. This is the Fully Accountable Podcast, and I am your host, Leah Vajere. So today, we are going to jump right into it. This is episode one, and I want to start it off with a bit of a bang. And that being, um, what the fuck is an Akashic name? So let me tell you, that was my first thought. And I probably even said those exact words out loud when I first came across the notion of an Akashic name. I had zero idea that um, you could receive one. I didn't know that people even did that, let alone white people. I really did not even think that was a thing. I obviously knew of medicine names in the Native American culture, um, perhaps even in like the yogi culture. Uh, But for, say, like a North American white woman living in Idaho, um, yeah, no. An Akashic name was not on my radar in even the slightest. But here we are. And Lea Vahere, you might have guessed, is my Akashic name. And this name has already, in this short amount of time that I have been living with it, has brought on such a powerful energy shift and is the primary reason why this podcast has even come to be. Um, I received my Akashic name earlier in August of 2023 from my spiritual teacher, Liana Shante. Now, I let's kind of back up here. Um, for those of you who, you know, might just be listening to this podcast, uh, cause you stumbled across it, or maybe you know me personally, uh, but you don't really know that much about the spiritual path. You might be actually legitimately curious about this Akashic name change. So I want to give you guys a little bit of an understanding of what it means to receive an Akashic name and what, uh, what the meaning behind it is as well. So with everything being energy, everything is energy and everything has a vibration to it. So the actual tone of your name carries a vibration. And when you are born, you are gifted with your birth name that your parents gifted you. Now, Hopefully your parents took some time and consideration into picking your name and it's been a great name that serves you well. I know that I've always known that names carry power um, because my mom explained that to me that she, you know, took a lot of time and consideration in picking my birth name, which was Carmen. And that name I felt was definitely in alignment for me and served me well um, from the time I was born up into my adulthood. Um, and I never actually had a, an issue with my name or my last name for that matter. Um, I really enjoyed my family name. I, I just really didn't think much of it. I was I guess you could say, quote unquote, proud of it. Um, I just 
never, it was just never on my radar. Um, until I started doing this healing journey and the more that I understood about energy and the more I understood about healing and the more that I started pulling back the layers of who I was, I started to discover my true self. I started to discover my authentic self. I started to shed the layers of the different societal programming that I had taken on, that we all do, honestly. We all take on different um, programs. We take on different personality traits, interests, um, all because we've been influenced by, you know, whether it's the culture we grow up in, the friend group we choose to be in, the family that we live in. I started to pull all that away and really start to look at who I was, who, what did I like? Who did I want to be? What was in alignment with my soul? Now, I've always been a relatively, I guess you could say intuitive person, intuitive child. For the most part, there was always kind of an inner knowing in me that, um, there, I had a bigger purpose or there was a bigger purpose for all of us, not just me being special by any means. I always just knew that there was something bigger than this kind of 3D day-to-day life that we venture through every single day. And that was always what you could call your higher self, my soul, guiding me through this life, trying to pull me towards living that more soul-focused life. But as you might have guessed, along the way, with distractions, with um, societal pressures, with the, you know, going through life thinking that it has to go, we have to check off the certain boxes, um, I allowed myself to get pulled into all of that. And because that's what I thought I should do. And so I really didn't pursue my spiritual path. And it wasn't until 2020 when, as we all know, the pandemic hit. And yes, I said plan. Um, The pandemic hit and that shook a lot of us. And either you woke up or you didn't. And I woke up. And I realized like, holy shit, there is something more going on here. And uh, that I think was the first step into taking accountability. I was looking around. I was living in a city that was not aligned. I was in a relationship that was soon to not become aligned anymore. And I was working in a career that was also not aligned. And the world had shut down. Um, We were all kind of looking at each other like, what the fuck is going on? And I started to wake up. And as I woke up, I realized that the world was not as I thought it was. I needed to cut the bullshit of not living a surface level life, which entailed of, you know, think of like the typical city girl life. Like she's 
going to work, she's going for brunch, she's drinking on the weekend, she's hanging out with friends, she's dating the guy, they're dancing, they're going to, you know, on holidays, they're going to festivals, like all the things, fun things, but all very surface level things. And all that came to a, a halt. And I had to kind of take a look at myself and my life and my and where I was at and was I actually happy. And I realized that I was in a place that I felt utterly alone. I didn't have any relationships that were close, that they really knew me, that they knew who I was internally. I realized that I was in a relationship that I could maybe, if I was lucky, get one to two deep conversations a year, and I needed to be satisfied with that. And I also realized that, you know, even though my my job, my my corporate job was fine and safe and I enjoyed it, it wasn't my purpose. I was definitely not living up to my fullest potential. And so I had to turn to my faith and I, my, I was about to spiral and I needed to cling to the one thing that was grounded and that felt real and that was my faith and that was my connection to God and soon after my connection to Jesus. And right at the pinnacle of all that, um, with the world shutting down, I came across my teacher, my now teacher, uh, Instagram's page, Leanna Shante. And let me tell you, um, it was like the most soul-quenching drink I had ever had when I started reading her posts. It was like an instant yes. It was, this is it. This is what I've been looking for. It was like, it was like the best book. Like you just like pick up that, you know, amazing fictional book and you just like don't want it to end because it's so good. That's what I felt like when I was reading her posts, when I was reading her Instagram posts, when I was reading her stories, when I was just taking in all of her free programs because she has so much information and a lot of it is for free. And it was incredible. And so I drank all of that in and it was like this like satisfying feeling that came over my soul where I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. This is what I've been searching for that I didn't even know I was searching for. And the only reason why I was able to see that is because all, all the bullshit came to a screeching halt. My busy, chaotic life came to an instant halt and what God put right in front of me was Leanna Shante. And that was such a gift that I will always, always be forever grateful for. And so with that is when my spiritual journey, I guess, started my true spiritual journey started. 
and I started doing core wounding, um, core wound healing. So looking at mother wound, father wound, um, looking at, you know, what were my ancient gifts, started listening to her uh, weekly segment of illuminations where she goes over the weekly forecast of the energies of what's going on. And it was just this like, this lifeline really that I needed that I didn't even know I needed. And it really opened my, myself up into tapping into this, this spiritual path that I, my higher self, my soul self, like always knew I was destined to be on, but my ego had zero interest in that. Like, let me tell you, I was fine with going to yoga. I was fine with meditating. I was absolutely, I've always been very much into having deep conversations and, you know, getting into the nitty gritty of things and getting to know someone. But I didn't know about all these other things, all of these other teachings that she was sharing. And I also wasn't making any real change in my life. Like all those things were great and they helped me along the way. Um, but I still was making the same mistakes or I was still having the same patterns in my life. I was still drinking. I was still numbing out with weed. I was still not pushing myself to reach my full potential in my career. Um, and so all of that, you know, is like your, your life is a manifestation of what's going on within you. So obviously everything outside of my life was just surf surface level. And I was never actually like truly happy. And what's interesting is because you, sometimes you can wear a mask and you can put on like a show for, for everyone around you. And you think you're doing a good job and you think you're fully fooling people. And you probably are to an extent, but you know, there might be some people in your life that really do know you and can, and can kind of see through that, that bullshit. And one thing that I found very interesting is that, you know, I've had two very serious relationships in my life. And one I married and the other one I was just in a long-term partnership with. And both, well, at the time when we were breaking up, both of those individuals said to me, you know, I don't think I've ever seen you truly happy. And that was profound to me because these were probably the two individuals, um, who I had, you know, allowed to, allowed into my heart, allowed to, to, I allowed myself to open up to. And both of these individuals, um, in both relationships said that they, they didn't think they'd ever see me truly happy. And when my relationship was ending in 2020, I, and that individual said that to me, I was taken aback because not only was that not the first time that I had heard that, but 
it was also a big fucking wake up call that, okay, like I cannot be, um, I can't be doing this anymore. I can't be on this fucking merry-go-round again. I cannot do this again because it's too fucking hard. And I need to do something. I need to change something. And so at the point of when that relationship was coming to an end, I had already started to dabble into Liana's teachings and I had started to um, heal. I started to wake up. I started to, uh, I started on this path, this spiritual path. And, um, it was, it was definitely something that I, I knew I needed to dive into full, like full on, especially when that relationship ended, because that gave me almost like the, the ability to fully embrace, uh, this path without having the responsibility of someone else in my life. And so with that being said, I, I basically ended that relationship and I moved back home to, um, my home province. I'm originally Canadian, if you guys didn't know that, which I'm sure a lot of you listening um, do know that, but I moved back to the home province that I was from and I started to rebuild my life outside of that relationship with focusing on healing. And we'll get into more stories during that time uh, of my life because there was, there have been some amazing lessons learned during that time, some funny stories as well. Um, but for the, the sole purpose of that, we won't, uh, get in, into any details, um, with that at all. But that is when I began to connect with some friends and some women in this, uh, community, Leanna's community, actually. Um, there was a handful of us, who were all from the same area, which is kind of funny, uh, funny, not funny, but, um, you know, Liana Shante, she's a public figure. She has followers all around the globe, all over the world, but it just so happened that about, you know, a dozen, half a dozen of us lived in the same province and all followed her teachings. Um, but you know what? God's like that. God will have individuals, um, little sparks of light in really dark places. And, uh, we are, you know, light filled beings and that area is a pretty dark place. And we just so happen to all be from there. So when I started to connect with those women, that's when I started to see the potential of this spiritual path of, and what it could hold for me. And that's when I was introduced to the notion of Akashic names. And I'm pretty sure that's when I, you know, said, wow, <laughs> that's cool, but not for me. Like, I'm not going there. That, that's fine. You guys do you. Totally go full blown with it. Get your Akashic name, girl. Love it. But I'm going to stay over here and I'm just going to I'm going to wait in the, in the shallow end, in the kiddie pool. Um, we don't need to go that far. <laughs> and again, because I was trying to hold, I was trying to cling to that, that surface level life that I was used to living. 
I loved, I loved thinking that I could have one foot in, one foot out. I loved thinking that this is, I could keep this private and quiet and just to myself and um, keep on being, you know, the person that everybody else knew me as. But as, you know, God will have it, um, that wasn't the plan. <laughs> that wasn't going to work for me um, long term. So I was never one of those people that wanted a name. I didn't really, I really, really resisted it. Like, honestly, I resisted it until this year. And what changed uh, in me is I meditated and I prayed on it. And I, you know, was told by Jesus, why wouldn't you want to accept this gift? This gift that I'm giving to you. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Why wouldn't I want to accept this gift? And so that's kind of the first shift that happened in me. And that was probably, gosh, that was probably in 2022 when that, that, um, that insight came to me that this is a gift and this isn't something that is ego-based and this is not something of a want or um, like a shiny new object or an alter ego or anything like that. This is a gift from God and from Jesus. And I would be a fool to say no to that gift. And so afterwards, um, obviously a year had gone by and I continued on my merry way, healing, learning, stumbling, growing, all the things. And I, I was kind of at this this point uh, at the beginning of August where it's like I knew something needed to shift in me. It was like if you're playing a video game and you're like just about to get to another level, but you just, you're not really sure like how to get there. Um, I, there was just something in me where I was like feeling antsy on the inside that something needed to shift and I needed to do it. Um, I needed to let go and I needed to see what would, what came to me. And so, uh, within a period of about 24 hours, I received multiple signs that I was ready for my Akashic name. And so I messaged, uh, Liana and I just said, you know, I'm ready if it's ready. And hope you have a great day. <laughs> and she messaged me back pretty quickly. And she said, you know, I guess I've been waiting for you to ask me. And your name is Leah Vahere. And Leah means lioness. And Vahere means water of love. And, you know, these names we don't get to choose when that when the name is ready. Um, my teacher, Liana, you know, doesn't choose when the name is ready. The, the name comes when it's in alignment for the person who is receiving it. And it's a really, really, really special and profound uh, spiritual initiation for the individual uh, who receives the name. 
and it can have a very, very profound effect on the individual's life. Um, because like I said before, names carry vibration. And with that, with the, te with the teachings, with the healing that I have done uh, over the past three years, with the layers that I have shed, um, the name Leah is in complete alignment with my soul's vibration. And so that's why I've made the choice to embody that name now. And it has been already a very, very wild ride. And it's quite funny because as soon as I received the name, the word podcast like vibrated in my mind. And I was like, podcast? Like, I've always loved podcasts. Don't get me wrong. Like, I have listened to thousands of hours of podcasts because I'm a very audio uh, person. I love to be busy and be doing things and um, I don't really, I do read, but I am definitely more of an audio focused person. And so having a podcast, you know, never really came on my radar, maybe being a guest on a podcast, but never actually hosting one myself uh, was never, you know, like in my awareness. And once I kind of felt into the word podcast, uh, the name Fully Accountable with Leah Vahere just came right through. And it was like I could just see the episodes and the titles of the episodes just file down one by one by one. And the first one was, what the fuck is an Akashic name? <laughs> so I, like I do everything, I lead with passion and I dive right in. And so whether it's a relationship, a friendship, a business, uh, my spiritual healing, or this podcast, I dive right in and I go right for it. So, you know, when I get that strong of a message from God, I don't hesitate and I don't question it. And so I just opened up Amazon, purchased myself a microphone and some headphones, you know, watched a couple YouTube videos and here we are, um, the first episode of Fully Accountable. Um, so another thing that I wanted to uh, touch on with these Akashic names is something that my friend uh, wrote uh, that really touched me after I had re uh, received my name. And this friend, she is a very, very special individual. Um, and she wrote, names carry frequency. When you embody the highest, most connected to source vibration, your entire life elevates. It pulls you up while sim simultaneously supporting you in shedding all that was connected to the old frequency of the name. And so that really hit home with me because that's exactly what it is. It's all about the frequency and the vibration that the new name carries while also helping you shed the old frequency of the old name. And I thought, I thought that was really, really special and a really concise way of explaining what, um, Akashic names are. So it's been interesting. I actually have had no issues with uh, embodying Leia. 
you know, when I heard it, it was like a click went off in me and it was just like, yep, that's it. I had no problem with it. I, I just, I knew, I knew that was my name. And when I've, uh, I had actually no problems with sharing it with people. Um, I made sure to call, you know, some of the people that are closest to me first before publicly announcing it just because I want, I wanted to take the time to have those conversations with them and let them ask questions and, and see, you know, get their feelings out there. Because when you do, when you change anything in your life, you know, whether it's a name, whether you decide to stop drinking or smoking, or if you decide to stop eating meat, it it does have a ripple effect on everybody around you because they are, you know, forced to either change um, how they interact with you or they're forced to change um, different, uh, their own habits or they're forced to change um, how, what they refer to you as, you know, and people, people are interesting. Not everyone likes change, but for me, um, I'm pretty lucky. Everybody has been very, very supportive of my name change, you know, even, um, my parents obviously have been, you know, my mom's very, um, in tune with spirituality. She's been on her own spiritual journey since before I was born. And so this did not come as a surprise at all. And, you know, she's been very excited to see me embrace this path fully, um, without holding back. And, you know, my dad is more of the conservative, old school type individual. Um, and I think I push, push him along a lot in expanding his mind and expanding his comfort zone, um, with all the changes that I continuously bring to the table. But again, he was, you know, supportive and really didn't, um, have any qualms with, uh, with me changing my names. Um, because it's, he just, it's not that big of a deal, guys. Like it really isn't. It is to the individual for sure. It is. It is a life altering big deal to the individual. But if you are someone who is also on this path and is looking for and looking to have or receive your own Akashic name, just know like it's to the ones who really love you, to the people who really love you and are there for you, um, for the real, for real authentic reasons, they don't give a shit. People change their names all the time. Fuck, like women change their last names all the time and we don't even bat an eye. This just happens to be a first name. So a first and last name, I guess. But it's really just something that you can really sum up a person <laughs> pretty quickly when you can see their reaction to, to a name change. Um, but I've been, again, like I said, very fortunate, um, in, in seeing how people, you know, react to it. And, uh, it's been very positive and I'm very, very grateful for that. But I want to kind of get also, uh, an overview of some interesting things that I learned about too, in relation to Jesus and, uh, spiritual names. So, um, Jesus has actually been giving, has given out 
spiritual names himself um, and dates back to you know the book of Matthew where he gave Simon the name of Peter and it's also dated back into um, the Genesis 17.5-17.15 God changes Abraham's name to Abraham and his wife's from Saria to Sarah in a indication of their uh, elevation to the status of father and mother of nations. And, you know, I'm personally not someone who is very well-versed in scripture. That was never my upbringing. That was never my jam. But I have um, looked into more some of the New Testament scripture along the way as there are some very helpful um, thread, teachings and threads of truth within the, the New Testament that I have found very helpful. But again, it's in interesting because I was actually just talking to an old friend um, today who, like, I love this girl. She is from, like, I would say my old life, my old corporate life where she, you know, <laughs> I would always go to her for fashion advice. And honestly, like, that's one thing, like we were, we were not trying to climb the corporate ladder by any means. <laughs> we were taking long lunch breaks and doing fashion shows at lunch, uh, with our new buys <laughs> and literally just like dicking around to get a paycheck each, each week. Like we were not taking it too serious. Um, because neither of us were in alignment there. We were not meant to be at that, that place. That was not, that was a soul sucking, soul crushing place. And one of the ways we got through the day to day was, um, enjoying each other's company. And so her and I are still, I would like to say like on that social media contact where you keep tabs on each other through social media and have always had a fondness for each other. But, um, anyways, you know, if I were looking um, from the outside in, I would think we were very, very, very different. Um, but yet today, she she congratulated me on receiving my new name and just said that when she saw it, she was like, thought, yes, that is perfect. And the, how she herself had actually been reading scripture lately and revisiting it um, and seeing the different stories of... Um, Jesus and assigning different spiritual names for individuals and I just thought wow like that's incredible like I would have never thought she would even be someone who would understand that and she totally did but probably better than um a lot of other people um in my life so I just think it's it's interesting how you just never know who God's going to bring into your life and who's going to stick around um, for the long haul on different things. And as you grow and change and embody your more true self, your higher self, your most aligned self, the people who are meant to be in your life will be there because anything that is real, you don't need to cling. And you, I think we just need to always remember that. And it really can free you up and it can really let, help you let go of a lot of fear, especially when you're looking at making a big change in your life, like changing a name. 
that the people who are truly there for you, the people, the things, the jobs, the places, they'll be there. Um, you don't have to worry about that. So anyways, um, I just thought that was something that was, uh, super, super special. And, um, I was just really, really grateful to, to have that. So with all that being said, um, it has been quite the journey with, uh, receiving, coming to a point uh, in my life where I was actually ready to receive something as special as uh, an Akashic name. And I think that if you are someone who is worried about what people will say or how it might look um, to the outside world, you know, just, just know that this is an opportunity for you to obliterate your ego, to dissolve your ego, and to step into your highest path, um, your highest self, I guess I should say, your highest self, uh, once that ego is gone. Um, because again, it's, it's not about having, you know, a alter ego, or it's not about um, being further along the path spiritually as someone else. It's not about that at all. And I, and I always knew that, like, I always really knew that it's not a rite of passage. It's nothing like that. It's honestly a full initiation from your old self, stepping into your new, fully aligned highest self. And I'm still working at doing that, right? Like, boom, didn't, I just didn't get the name and now I'm fully like enlightened or something like crazy like that. No, this is just giving me an opportunity to fully align with my highest self. And I'm going to, I'm going to try, you know, I'm going to try, I'm going to go for it. (laughs) No turning back now. (laughs) But, uh, like she's, she is committed (laughs) and that's the thing. Um, I think before I decided to, to fully let go and let God, I, you know, was definitely tinkering with the idea of one foot in one foot out. Maybe I won't do that. Like, cause again, I thought of it all. I thought of it all. I thought about, oh my gosh, what would happen, you know, if I'm dating someone and I get this name, what are they going to think? What is his family going to think? Like all the bullshit, all the shit. And as soon as like those thoughts started coming into my awareness, I I instantly put a hard nope. And I dived fully into my healing and looking at what that was all about. And of course, of course, it's about validation. It's about acceptance. It's about worrying what other people think. It's about, um, you know, keeping myself small to keep other people comfortable. It's all those things. And that's all bullshit. I've come too far to, to, um, backtrack into that. I've broken uh, away from the people who, the people, places, and things that tried to keep me in that box or who's, who was just very uncomfortable 
by my growth. I wouldn't even say people were trying to keep me in a box, but fuck, have I made people uncomfortable. And that's what will happen when you are on this path is you will trigger and make people uncomfortable because it forces them to look at themselves and people don't want to do that. That's when you hear the term, you know, we're all a mirror. People are mirrors for you and you're a mirror to someone else. It's, it's very, very true. And you see it very clearly the more that you heal and the more that you start embodying, um, light and living an authentic life, uh, because people get pissed and it's just their own projections. It's their own feeling of being uncomfortable. It's their own feeling of comparing themselves uh, to you when, again, it has nothing to do with you. You know, instead of worrying and expending all that energy onto you, they could just take some of that energy and direct it back towards themselves and give themselves some love and some grace and start looking at areas that they could start improving. And so I... I just really wanted to reiterate of the point of not worrying about what other people are doing, where other people are at in their lives, and um, not worrying about anybody thinking or talking or judging you. Because again, it's all just a reflection of themselves. And I get it. That's easier said than done. But I can tell you, taking you know, a deep breath, reminding myself of that. And then, you know, I picture myself, because again, everything is energy. I picture a giant pair of scissors and I just cut that energy cord in between me and that person. And then I carry on with my day. And if you guys ever need a really powerful uh, cord cutting prayer um, on Leanna Shante's uh, page, she offers a free cord cutting prayer. It works amazing, especially if you're cutting ties with um, ex-partners, business partners, family members, anything like that, where you need something more official. That prayer is amazing and it's free for anyone to access and use. So I highly recommend that as well. But um, this has been an amazing conversation, uh, and I'm so grateful that I got to have the opportunity to share a little bit of insight on what, um, this, what Akashic names are and what my Akashic name means to me. And you guys will be seeing <laughs> front row and center of me learning how to navigate and how to fully embody the name Leah Vihere. And I'm so excited and very, very grateful to have all of you guys here witness to that. So I hope you guys all have an amazing rest of your week and we will reconnect next week. Have a good one, guys.